You know how Mommy and Daddy said not to judge a book by its cover? That's exactly what we do on this show. We do not read these books. Candace and Jess are professionals. Please do not try this at home. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. This is Candace and Jess judge a book by its cover, and I'm Candace, and I am Jess. Welcome. I, oh, yeah. Welcome. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. There we Whoa, go. Oh, Nelly. Yeah, straight out the gates. Here we are, Candace and Jess. We welcome to the only podcast on on the whole internet. <sighs> Where it's Candace and Jess, there's two of us uh, judging books based on their cover. We don't read the books ever, um, uh, but we tell you all the, the hidden secrets, where to find the best meat in the books for you to snack upon, for you to just like go in. You don't have to like get through all of the rest of that story. You just know what happens in that book easy as that and yep. we like like just said we checked there is no other up no other podcast where it is us judging books by their cover yeah it's, this is the only one yeah um yeah welcome to thursday our favorite day of the week thursday definitely thursday thank god it's thursday thank god it's yep. thursday you know every single time i want to hashtag every thursday because I like to use that hashtag for our posts because we do release new episodes every Thursday. The first hashtag that jumps up is every th everything sucks. Everything sucks. Yeah, and I'm like, no, every yeah. Thursday, maybe, and I fight. Maybe that's how every every like other people's typical weeks go. They go like Monday. It's... Oh, I wish it was the weekend again. Tuesday. Oh, I wish it was Monday. And then, therefore, I was thinking it was just recently the weekend again. And then it's like Wednesday. And they're like, how am I ever going to get through the rest of this week? And then they get to Thursday and they just give up. And they're like, Thursday sucks. Yeah. Everything sucks. But anyways, Thursday, every Thursday, you guys can find us here. In fact, this is a very special episode because every Thursday for an entire year, you could find us here. You can. Yep. Happy birthday, Jess! Oh ha- my gosh! Happy, happy birthday, Candace. Um, we did it. Insert congratulations party sounds here. <laughs> well, I'll do it. I'll, I'll mix it. Thank you, because yeah. I'm not sure that is exactly what we were looking for. But yeah, holy crap, guys! We've been together for a year. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I'd love to say, do I mean? Do we really have anything superly awesome planned for this episode? No. We're probably going to just do more of the same because that's what you're here for. Why would we ever switch that up or try anything different? No, we've learned the hard way. You don't do that. Also, I don't know. It's just nice to be together. It's a huge, I think it's huge that we've been around for a year and that you guys have been here with us for a year. And if this is your first episode, then welcome to our second year. <laughs> yes. Welcome to right? year two. Year two. Yep. Okay. Does that mean we're in season two? Can we change it now so that we're season two? Would this be the start of season two? Why not? I guess we could. I'll yeah. make that happen. And then oh, have, well, we, have we ever switched things up? But we do have, we're going to, we have like a super sneaky secret surprise at the end of this episode so do stay mm-hmm. tuned to near to the end that uh we will have a treat for you should i tell them what it is yeah i think we should tell them what it is okay um 
uh, it's it's we've we've gone into the back catalog of all of the recordings that we've done and we have the first recording of ever of the of the podcast before we even had a name for it it's true um and it's the first rec- first recording that we ever did it's terrible quality um but and it's all for you guys we're just that's a gift because that's literally, if you guys remember from episode 50, and if you haven't heard episode 50, it's a Q&A, so please go back and listen to it because you get to know us a little better. Um, but basically, I told Jess kind of like a rough idea for what I was thinking, and he responded, I don't think with any words other than this judgment of uh, Childhood's End, Arthur C. Clarke. I believe, yes, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. So, and it was just like, he did, he did it that day. I remember exactly where I was when I heard it first. Um, and it was in a stranger's house and I was washing their floors. Ah. Um, I think also, if I remember correctly, when we were in the, in the, in the beginning times, in those times is that the only spot that you chose to record when we would record stuff is you would record in a closet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course I recorded in a closet. It, I had a weird little situation going on, and I still do have a weird little situation. Um, this isn't the best segue for the words weird little situation, but we did receive some very sweet fan mail on our Gmail account. Did you see that, Jess? Oh, we did? I did not. This is all news to me. Yes, I should have given you a little heads up on that, but we did That's receive okay. a message I wrote back, cool. and you'll be able to go check it out. But a new listener, Sean wrote us and told us that he's a new listener and a big fan. So thank you, Sean. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's just means so much to us to hear from you. And I hope that you keep listening and that you enjoy it. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, for sure, Sean. I'm, I'm yeah. excited. I haven't, I haven't checked the Gmail, but I'm going to check it after we're done recording. Definitely not in the like, middle because that no. would be rude. No, but thank you so much. And if you guys do ever... Um, give us those five stars on iTunes, or if you message us, we will always give you a shout out on our, uh, on the show, because I think that's really important and we just love to hear from you. So anyways, year one, we're done. I have some favorite episodes, I have some episodes that, no, I love them all. Um, Jess, are you ready for the I mean, judgment? I am totally ready for the judgment. We're just, I mean, we're into season two yeah. now, Apparently, so, you know. That means it's more structured, more streamlined. We just do books and no others screwing around. That's for sure. Definitely don't have a story or or two or anything like that. No. So, Candace. Yes, Jess. Today, um, you, you know, I got up. Oh, I, I get it. You're saying I... that we do have stories to get to. Ah, <laughs> I was so great. <laughs> After a year of doing this, you'd think I'd know that the train is getting to derailment station. And now I'm taking yeah. you for a ride, buddy. So what? Okay. What's your story here? Well, you know, this is the thing. So I went out today. Mm-hmm. Got up this early this morning. Went out for breakfast. Ooh, I love breakfast. Me, 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 me and Rachel went out for breakfast. It was a good time. Uh, had some, had some like breakfasty things, bacon, eggs, toast beans um a, a strange cube of hash browns that was rather fantastic speaking of strange cubes of hash browns rachel is jess's girlfriend just so everybody knows if yep. you've heard her name said on the podcast before you're a good listener and also he probably said ray because i have never heard you call her rachel and i really like it so yeah. back to the little cubes of potatoes and, and she's fantastic she is so yes yes um so 
Anyways, we went out. We had a great morning. We went out to uh, went out to this place, and we had some food. We had some coffee. We had some good chats and talks about stuff. Um, and then uh, because it was, uh, you know, it was one of those lovely Vancouver September. It's September, right? Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. It's uh, uh, September afternoon, early afternoons, and it was raining. What's the, the, the rain's coming back, so it was one of those wet sort of days. And we went for a little walk. So nice. Around, around downtown. And uh, we ended up in a bookstore. Romance. Uh, for the first first stop of the the place so i found a really cool bookstore i don't remember the name of um but it was very very nice okay um they had some neat books in there like they were clean and tidy or (sighs) i mean they were well maintained (laughs) i would say that they they were they were they did tidy books yep but I could not find prices on them, which always mm. concerns me. That's very interesting. Yeah. Were you at I a mean, museum, it, Jess? <laughs> they don't let you, you know, they don't let you touch those museum books. No. <laughs> they get pretty pissed off, like like handcuffed pissed off. Like that bookstore in um, Portland, the big bookstore. Oh, shit. Russell's Books? Oh, no. I don't remember the name of the bookstore right now. But they have like this like glass room. Where things are like locked away and you can go oh. look at it. That's where it's we should hy- have our first party. Just go there. Our <laughs> hyper, an impromptu party in a country we don't live in. Sounds like us. In a books, in a bookstore where they might not know we exist. <laughs> where we also don't live in. Oh, it was Powell's books, also, I'm pretty sure. Also, we don't, we don't live in a bookstore uh, yet. Who knows what'll happen down the road? Anyway, so going to the bookstore, <laughs> there was, there was a bunch of like Agatha Christie, like mystery novels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was some good covers, but uh, I didn't I didn't pick anything up. I'm actually gonna possibly go check it out again mm-hmm. and uh, and see what I can find. And then you'll what... get the name. Yes, and I'll tell them. I'll have a conversation with the uh, I want to say the bookkeep, the shopkeep, the keeper of the words. Anyways, after that, uh, uh, Rachel's like, you know what? I need I need myself a hot chocolate. I'm like, okay, well let's go get you a hot chocolate. Do you have a place in mind? She's like, yes. Oh, matchstick. So we go there. What? Yeah, where'd she pick? We didn't. Wasn't matchstick. Uh, I don't remember the name of the place, but okay. we went there, and we go into the place, and just as we're about to ask about, you know, hey, do you guys do hot chocolate? It was one of those things that's not advertised, right? But it, they do it anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everything in so, life. Yeah. Yeah, it's like going to a McDonald's and be like, hey, can I get a shamrock shake? And they're like, sorry, it's seasonal. But you ask that one guy and he's all like, he just looks at you and goes, yeah, I can do that. Oh, I love that I can, guy. I, I can make you a minty thing. And you're like, oh, man, that's great. And then you just get a milkshake that's half milkshake and scope. Oh! <sighs> Dang, I'll never go to that McDonald's ever again. Unless it's morning but- and you haven't brushed. Yeah, there you go. Just brush your teeth with milkshakes. Mm. You heard it here first. Yep. That's the best way. Because like, if you think about it, you've already got milk in there. Yeah. And milk is good for bones. And it's minty. So a milkshake, if you brush your teeth, that just makes sense. You're just really, really putting that carrot What's it called? It's not caffeine. I thought you said carrot cake. Ca- calcium. Like, I don't think calcium. we're talking about carrot cake either. Yes, calcium. Very important. You get all that calcium right into your teeth. Their bones are injection. their money. Yes. Um, Anyway, so we go in there and they were doing a tasting, Mm -hmm. a coffee tasting at at this at this place. And I was like, okay. she's like, well, I'm going to go check it out and see if it's or Rachel's like, I'm going to go check it out and see if it's still going on. So she disappears to the other side of this uh, coffee shop. And I sit down for a moment 
And she comes back and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're still doing it. I was like, okay, cool. I'll just, well, we'll go check it out. And we start, you know, walk over there and it's just a guy and he's got little tiny cups and he's got two little things of coffee. And he's like, okay, this one's this one. And he pours a little glass and he gives me a taste. And he's like, as I'm having a taste of this coffee, he's like, oh, and you can. Um, <laughs> Sir, do you ta- realize the- it's a decaffeinated yeah. coffee? <laughs> he's like, there's tasting notes of orange and and rum and blah, blah, blah. Or rummy. I can't remember. But he did this whole thing. And I was like, okay, yeah, it's okay. Sure, sure. And I finished that off. And then he pours me another one. And he like. I give gives me a sip and he's like, but this one's a much more natural process. So there's kind of some fermented flavors and and this and that. I like this one better. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, what? Have a sip. And I'm just sort of like, what the? F- what? Like, you know, okay. Full Chris Farley moment. Just fucking. <laughs> like this is the thing is that I I thoroughly enjoy the fact that out there in the world. There's people that do this. Um, uh, I mean, you've got like your, 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 your uh, what are those wine people called? Sommeliers. Yeah, you got your wine sommeliers and they've, they're, they're doing that. And they're like, oh, we taste this and this and there's minerals and some other shit. And it tastes like grass and I don't know, a couple other bullshit. I'm like, okay, look, it's red wine and white wine. Mm. I'm not saying that like I can't taste subtlety and flavors in there. But it sort of makes you sound like, look, I'm not going to lie. Anytime I hear someone start going off about like the tasting notes of alcohols and 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 wines and coffees and those kind of things, um, I just look. I'm gonna go out here on a moment momentary limb. There is no way that I can properly express myself without saying that you sort of sound like a. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's what it is. Like I can't be like. For fuck's sakes, look, it's goddamn coffee. But it's oaky and on I, the finish, Jess. And I and I appreciate that they've they've built this industry in this world, but I can't stop this way this thing of thinking. And I'm just like, this is you've just done that. Yeah. You've you've surpassed douchebag and you've become this person. A big Yep. A big yeah. Not just a little yep. oh. <laughs> Holy yep. shit, Jess. I didn't know you were yeah. so... You know, I'm learning lots of things. Like even, you know, knowing you for years before the podcast, but some of your biggest soapbox moments, they really do surprise me. But I love saying things like on the finish, but as a joke. I don't know. Yeah. Do they say that? They say like on the... This note I mean, on it the wasn't, back it, leg. It wasn't so much that, but it's just sort of like there's there's a certain thing. He's also probably just making it up. <laughs> It immediately, no, he had a book open oh, okay, next to him. Okay, okay, okay. A book. So, I mean, that I means he's not making it up. <laughs> yeah, he had a book open. That book was on coffee. And, like, that's the thing. It's like, I, uh, I appreciate that world. I appreciate that it exists. I would assume I, that I, you do. I know that, like, I know that people, like, get really, really into stuff. And I think that's cool. And I love that people go in there and they taste all these things. I can't help but feeling that this is all like as soon as they start talking. No, I. That I it's get just it. sort of like you fucking prick. Yeah. God damn it! Like I just like it's a point where I'm like, okay, I don't care. You prick. And I, yeah. Well, I can't say. Um, I know there's things like that with me too. I'll find them and I'll rant about them on the podcast. Promise. Yeah. All right. 
Um, yeah, I mean, that's it. So to end rant, yeah, I don't know. We're Maybe closing I'll do the some more co- ranting later when I get more pissed off about it again, when suddenly I like have a sip of coffee and I was like, oh, it's going to finish of, you know, coffee. <laughs> it really tastes Co- like coffee. You know, coffee. it really tastes like coffee, cream and sugar, you know, it, and I really like the coffeeness of the beans <laughs> and I really appreciate nah, fucking Sitting in Candace, Hawaii, so Candace, so coffee. yes, so Candace, yes, 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 yes. Can't help but notice that you brought a book today. I do have a book. I also just wanted to say the bookstore that we're going to party in that no one's going to notice is Powell's Books. I think I said Russell's Books at first. I think I, mm-hmm. I think I corrected myself before I researched it, but um, Powell's Books is the one I'm talking about. I yes. think Russell's Books is here in Victoria or perhaps in Vancouver. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. Also, just like to take a moment for that, even though it is our year episode, sorry for saying I know. On our year episode. That's okay, Jess. I, I actually liked it. I like it when I, you spread your wings and fly like Eagle Hawkman <laughs> detective. Or was he a detective? Gonna, he was a... Gonna, gonna bleep him. Oh, you're gonna bleep it? I hope you don't bleep it. Anyways, yes, I do have a book. Uh, we're going to see if Jess bleeps that or not. I hope he leaves it in, but who knows what's going to happen. Um, the book I have today, guys. So it has been a year that we've been at this, but I just feel like it's really important to say this, um, especially with this book, because I get a feeling this book might have some really heavy connotations. Uh, every once in a while when we pick up a book that we think might be about a heavy topic that we would never want to make fun of, even though we are literally looking at pictures and telling you what books are about, um, there is something to be said about just being respectful because these are works of art uh, that people have put their blood, sweat, and tears into. So I just want to say this book might be about something that's not funny. It might be hilarious. I don't know. But we are just judging the books by the pictures on the front. And uh, we don't mean to hurt anyone's feelings ever, especially the writer of the book or the author of the book, I should say, um, or anybody out there. We And sometimes we're going to slip and say the C word, but, you know, it's okay. We're here together. Yeah. It's a safe space and it's got to be safe for us. It's safe for you guys, too. Definitely. So this book is by John, L- I think it's Le Carré. John Le Carré. Le Carré. I think it's a French I mean- name. As our we, I mean, we definitely stumble on both first and last names, but John, I know for sure. Lacar, 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 Licari. I feel like I want to be like John Licari. I mean, again, I think if we say enough things, we'll get it right, right, somewhere in there, and then we have that thing that people forgive us, hopefully. (laughs) Well, and this book is called The Mission Song, so the Mission Song. And the cover of this book gave me everything I needed to know. I know exactly what this book is about. So, Excellent. Yes. I'm going to take you on a little ride. Did you know that zebras... Just kidding. <laughs> I was actually... That was my first question zebras. when you sent me. Which, which, win it, which one is it? Is it zebras or zebras? I think it's zebras. But if someone, if someone like holds tight to zebra, I think that's hilarious. And great auntie zebra is hilarious too. Like if anyone has an aunt named zebra, please let us know. Um, but zebras love pop music. They are incredibly inspired. Like they have huge inspiration when it comes to um, songs and melodies. They just don't get to hear them very much, especially the ones that aren't in captivity. 
And our story today is about a zebra who is not in captivity. He is a wild zebra. I believe he lives... Ama Amazingly, this book was actually the, uh, originally the sequel to uh, uh, that movie, Racing Stripes. I don't know that movie, but that would have been a good angle, probably. Well, according to Google, it's the 2005 drama, comedy drama, which... Racing Stripes is? Yeah... Is that know. just a book about, or is that just a movie about zebras and that's why you're it's, derailing me on it? No, it's a, a baby zebra gets separated from a traveling circus in a small Kentucky count. Eventually discovered by a horse trainer, someone, and his daughter, someone else, and who they fall in love with the animal. Animal, <laughs> and she calls him Stripes, and apparently he's voiced by Frankie Muniz? Yeah, yeah, so Malcolm in the Middle. I, I don't totally understand, because I also, from my understanding, don't understand, but what I do understand of not understanding is that I think he's the name, he voices a horse, but there's also a, a, a couple of flies that also talk in this movie. That's interesting, because there are flies that are going to come up in this, but that has absolutely nothing to do with the judgment. This is not a sequel to the Racing Stripes movie. Racing Stripes 2. This is Fury Road. The Mission Song. It is about a zebra who is inspired by pop music. So this or zebra. Or zebra. His name is Terry, Jess. Ter Terry the zebra. His name is Terry. He's doing his thing. And then he hears a melody from some, I guess it's like a safari thing where they take tourists out or whatever. And you're not allowed to play music. But this couple happens to have some music playing. And Terry hears it. Now, the song that he hears, beautiful song, very, very famous song. Uh, Tarzan Boy by Baltimore. No, but close. It is okay, Waterloo okay, Sunset by the Kinks. Right. I just remembered a chunk of my homework. You didn't listen to the song? I did not. I just remembered now. Oh, I my was, God. I signed I got... this like days ago. I mean, I know the kinks. So. Yeah, so yeah. Waterloo Sunset. He hears it. And in the song, it says, Ter Terry meets Julie, Waterloo Station, every Friday night, I think is how the lyric goes. Um, Terry hears this. And, you know, he's a lonely zebra. He doesn't have yeah. anybody. And he's convinced that if he goes down to the watering station... He doesn't know what Friday night means, but he does know night. So he thinks maybe he'll meet his Julie there. Fair enough. So That's, that that all tracks in the world of... It makes a lot of sense, know. right? The yeah. water hole basically is where, where he's going to go. And he knows that he hears the beginning. Dirty old river must keep you rolling, rolling onto the night. So he's like, I'll follow the dirty old river to the watering hole and maybe Julie will be there. But he said, you know, there's the lyric, I don't need no friends, but he's kind of sick of that life. Yeah. He's kind of felt and like Terry did something kind of bad. Like he didn't know all the lyrics, but he really liked the song and he started humming it and everyone around him, all the birds and other animals, they were really onto it too and he told everyone he wrote it. Oh. And he even put on a little bit of a British accent. And he was yeah. like, "I got this in Manchester." Mm. I don't it's like this is and this is the per horse Horse equestrian? Are they still part of like the equestrian? Ooh, I don't know. Or is that only specifically horses? I don't actually know that answer. Oh, equine. But they're, they're equine. They're, they're equine. Yeah. Well, they're they're horse shaped. Um, but anyways, a, ze a zebra is horse shaped. So it's a you know he thinks okay at the night where it gets chilly chilly I'm gonna go down to the watering station and meet my Julie. Um, 
And there's this other other line about millions of people swarming like flies. He knows all about flies. Um, he's he's gonna do it. He also heard them play another song about a about a like a a woman who actually was a zebra. Um, I think her name was Lola. But anyway, I was he, just about to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's like, what is that? The Power Man and the, something about an ape man. There's ape men, too. Yeah. So. I'm an ape man. I'm an ape man. I'm an ape man. That's not the song. Wow. But yeah, that. I'm a King Kong man. I'm a voodoo man. I'm an ape man. But anyway, so he hears little things from this song. He really does think it's a message just straight to his heart. And he doesn't really realize that zebras are just like, they're totally like, they are so susceptible to pop, to pop yeah. music. Um, so they, know, they almost look like they're, they're in a weird jail. No, you mean like their souls are because they have the bars. Oh, it's just nah, the just King's Power Man. Because they got, they got, well, they got the stripes. Yes. And you know how they used to have like those old things in uh, in movies and stuff and the crooks would be in those striped black and white uh, mm-hmm. uh, prison uniforms or whatever. That's that's how you knew it was a guy escaped from jail because it exactly. wasn't orange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they're they're in a very zebras are part of a very specific jail because they know what they did. They know what they did. And they're so beautiful. They're so beautiful. And you know what? Terry does. He goes down to the watering station every Friday night. He gazes into the sunset when it's chilly, chilly. Anytime he sees flies swarming, he goes, checks out what they're swarming because it could be his Julie. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And um, the mission song, the mission song is Waterloo Sunset. And oh. it works out. He finds his Julie. Um, and they gallop on into the future together it doesn't take them long they fall deeply in love their stripes line right up they give each other kisses with their long faces like usually tongue sticking out because that's how zebras kiss um but you know they have lots of little babies and they just enjoy their time and every once in a while somebody comes by and they have a radio and and terry gets to hear it and he gets to hear his favorite music and sometimes it's you know, it can be all kinds of different stuff. But yeah. at that time in the world, it he, was the kinks. He really gets into that, uh, those uh, those kinky boys. He gets into those kinky boys. And for, for him, the British invasion is literally the kinks. That's it. So whether or not they were part of the British invasion for very long or not, in Terry's heart, they wrote a song just for him. And, you know, I think he original, like eventually does admit that he didn't write it. And I think that like he never tells Julie that he wrote it. Yeah. Um, he comes clean in the end. And it's really hard. Like, it's not easy to go out and be like, I want to find a lover with this name. But he does. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a very, sp- in- a very specific set of rules. I need a lover. She needs yeah. to be named this and also a zebra or zebra. Yeah. Her name can't be Deborah the Zebra. It needs to be... So, yeah, guys, I just, you know, what I think I'm going to do after the episode tonight is I'm going to go down a zebra hole, not like a zebra's hole, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go and That's, learn more well, I mean, about zebras. That, that is actually where zebras live. A lot, a lot of what uh, people don't understand about zebras is that they are actual burrowing creatures. Wow. Yeah, yeah adorable. Yeah. yeah, they dig down with their hooves. It's a hooved digging. Mm-hmm. And they had just these giant, giant holes in the ground and, uh, you know, interweaving 
thing. And there's actually, I mean, a lot of the zebras that we see, those are worker zebras. Oh, and occasionally okay. see one that's much bigger. I mean, that's, right. a, that's a warrior zebra. Uh, but yep. deep underground is the giant queen zebra. Yeah. Oh, if you ever get a chance to see one, guys, yeah. like, do not look long because they will steal your soul. Definitely. And put it behind bars. Yep. But I'm just so happy, like, on this year birthday that we're having our first we're a baby we're one year old um that's long that's good that's good age that i could bring you a love story that turns out so well oh, and that song has been haunting me lately so it was really amazing to find a book that was all about that song because really you can't get more lucky than that also if you look really closely on the front it looks like there's a little penguin tattoo on the side of the zebra's face but it's not it's just ah, the publisher ah. um and just because, why not? I just want to point out how cool a zebra's mane is. It's, uh, like, it's like they got a mohawk. It's so punk rock. Yeah. Like, I cannot handle it. And that's why. Like, Terry has music in his hooves. He has music in his heart. As soon as he heard that Terry meets Julie, he he knew. Like, he was Twitter-pated. Which way, on a, on a zebra's legs, which way did the stripes go? Do they go, like, long ways? Uh, or do they go, like, across? They're kind of like I think they are kind of long ways. Like so, they go all the, the like straight this... down. Like no, he's wearing I think a it's weird. All different. He's wearing like a pinstripe suit. Let me look because on the cover of this book, you don't get to see much of, of the it. the rest of a zebra. Oh my god, they are so cool! They might be like one of my favorite ever. So what is like what is this all about? So. Which? What is the zebras all about? Yeah, what are they all about? I mean, they're they're. They are from the horse family. They, they are. So, th- saying that they're an, an equine cousin. They're calling them African equids, which reminds me of a word on Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, where he's like, "Suspicious Ver- canids." Ver- voracious canids, I believe. Oh my I god! Think it was voracious. So funny. Yeah. Gosh, that movie is weird. Uh, I don't know, but when you say what was it, equids? Yeah. Yeah, that kind of makes me think that they would be like a bug. But they're, yeah, like a burrowing bug. Yeah, a burrowing insect or something. And that is their also stripes, that is also a horse. And and their stripes are unique to every individual, like a fingerprint. Ah, did you ever, when you were growing up, and this includes now because I don't feel that either of us has grown up. No, refuse did, it. Did you ever want to have a bug so big that you could ride it around? Probably. Like, I don't remember that thought, but like I loved bugs so much that I got a big bug tattoo on my forehead, which I feel like I've talked about on the podcast before. Yeah. But I got a big, big bug tattoo on my head when I was a kid, you know, just an airbrush tattoo. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I showered with a bag on my head for like as long as I could get away with because... And then you played... So you showered with a bag. Was it like just on your head or over your head? And you're like, nope, going to save that forever. That means yeah. this is going to be playing Spaceman in the shower. Yeah, probably just wrapped around the bugs because I have so much hair. I probably had to wash it. But I don't wash uh, my hair that often. Just uh. a little tidbit for all of you. Uh, next year, I'll release another, um, you know, juicy tidbit about mm-hmm. my um, health hair health regimen but we're gonna it's we're gonna slowly develop this into like an end game end show bit about its beauty tips with candace mm-hmm. yeah and oh god terry i just wish him and julie lots of luck and i hope that the watering hole 
is just a really good spot for them now. They can remember all their times of yeah. searching for each other. So do you have some questions for me, Jess? I Ask me. I do. Also, I hope they don't get eaten by an alligator. Or me neither. Is oh my God. Wait, is it crocodile? I don't oh, remember no. which one does which. That's but I not know part that... of my judgment. There's okay. nothing that's going to hurt them. I'm just concerned about the future and, you know, how... Oh, that's very... Um... It's the circle of life. Yep. And occasionally you get eaten by an alligator. Carnivores eat everything. Yeah. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> Can't can this. Ah, yes, <laughs> Um, Yeah, if, if it's all right, I would like to ask you a question or two about Don't this. think twice, it's all right. Oh, sweet. Thanks, Bobby Dylan <laughs> and Candace. Um, so I picked up my book just in case um, my book full of notes, <laughs> just in case I might it open have it. The notes. It doesn't have any notes that would be helpful in this situation. But I like to hold a book. It's like I'm 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 reading from the Bible. <laughs> it does look like the Bible. Uh, yeah, it's got a tassel, so I can not lose my place in the book. Looks good, buddy. It's not in the book because I've lost my place in it. So, Candace, it's easy. It's easy. Yes, um, Jess. Who would you recommend? Who would you recommend? Who would you recommend this book uh, to? Well. I didn't really get to explain this too much in the judgment, but thank you, because now I'm getting a chance to. Now, you remember how Terry kind of fibbed and said that he wrote that song? Yes. And you know how he kind of put on a little bit of an accent? Yes. Well, I basically just, I basically just feel, I need a PSL. I feel like. Pumpkin spice latte? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was, I felt like I was talking like a little bit weird, so I made fun of that using that but uh, this book i would suggest anyone who is having a hard time just being their authentic self this book although it is a love story and although it is got lots of like uh, references to pop music references to music i don't want to keep saying pop it's just you know the top of the pops man it's just top that's just pop pop um it's really just for anyone who's struggling to show their own stripes and to be their own unique little monster because it's yeah. okay. And honestly, once you stop caring what other people think, you get to actually think. And that's such a liberating feeling. I know it's hard, guys. You get, and like we talked you get about, to do you. You get to be you. Yeah. And like we talked about a little bit of like, you know, anxiety and stuff last episode. And I think that you guys probably know by now that we both have our things so we understand that you do too but i don't know i think just like really get allowing yourself to be yourself and having your own mission song and not caring if someone else likes it and not having to share it with everyone just for you that's who this book is for yeah i love that that's basically i i don't know if we had a a, a motto of the, what the the podcast that's basically it yeah i guess so and also the fact that even I, I'm pretty sure even if we weren't get like if if no one was listening and we didn't <laughs> if we didn't get um, uh, lovely emails from Sean new fan listening um, that we would still be doing the show. Yes. Yeah. Because it's for us. It's for you guys. And it's like, you know what I mean? But like this is our way to feel closer to this you know, divine thing, which is connectivity and all that. So, yeah. Yeah. 
So, Candace. Yes, Jess. Got another question for you. Mm-hmm. When was this book written? This book was written um, 1960. Um, 1960. 1960. Yeah. In the 60s. Yeah. The start of yeah. the 60s. Did yeah, you it know, was a real party. Yeah. Did you know that a year before that, you couldn't call it the 60s? Mm. Yeah. Did you know that everyone is doing 1920s themed parties for their New Year's year? Eve parties this year because it's going to be the 20s again. Do people Get... plan that? They do. Jesus, they it's do. September. I know. And then they tell you about it at work and you're like, okay, we're supposed to be making sandwiches right now. Just make yeah. sandwiches. You're like, what the hell? It's not even, we're not even done the year yet. Oh, like also we're... the 20s weren't great. No. <laughs> um, you it's can like, tell it's me gonna, anything There we go. It's going to be, it's going to be great. It's going to be the 20s. We've got a, we've got a, a unique batch of polio that everyone can suffer from. It's going to be yeah, fantastic. Yeah, and there's a depression coming up. Yeah. Yep. Lots of stuff to. Damn. Keep on going. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, they, and I guess everyone's drinking, I don't know, 20s style booty. I don't know. Anyways. Um. How's it going over there, Jess? Do you have another question for me? I do have another question for you. I probably cut off there because fuck my goddamn audio. Fuck my goddamn computer. I'm pissed off about that thing. It don't work. Please don't. Computer, now that I've said that all into you. Uh, yeah, take it back quick. Please continue to work and thank you for doing all your hard work and not stopping abruptly. Hey, Candace. Uh, uh, yes, Jess. If you were going to rate this book on a, on a scale of... Um, you know what? Also, people are going to think I'm a bit rambly, but I'm really just trying to help out because sometimes the audio does cut and just says, keep going, keep going. Yep. And so I do. Yep. So if you think, oh, God, Candace really is rambly. I'm saving the day. OK, we're, we're hiding. I'm saving we're, it. We're, we're, we're hiding the mistakes that happen because we only do one take. We just make a thing. We leave all the shit in because that's going to be a lot of extra work to cut it out. Oh my god, guys. Also, for our year birthday, all I want is for just a new computer. So, I'm, you know, I'm, if you know any millionaires out there, send some money our way. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll get there eventually. And until then, uh, just some of my stories will cut off. I don't know. Was I saying something about the 1920s? Possibly. There we go. Also, maybe the Depression, uh, which, as my understanding, wasn't very great. Also, it was not necessarily the 1920s. That was kind of like the beginning of the Great Depression. No, it was the 30s, I it think. It was like the but 30s, I just mean 30s like, to 40s, sort of like the... You have something to look forward to. Is it was like that kind of post-war, post When was world. the Dust Bowl? Was that the 30s? That was that, the, du- the Dust Bowl was the Depression in that. Okay, yeah. so that's like, okay. Yeah, So there was okay, a lot maybe of... the 20s isn't so bad, but like still, guys, get your shit together. I mean, I don't think it was so great. No, I as a, as a woman, I don't know. I don't want to be in... Personally, everyone's like, oh, the good old days. And I'm like, no, these are the good days. We're still shit, but we're getting better. We are getting better that... all the time. Yeah. Yeah, so I really am happy. You miss like, you miss like, you miss those old days. Guess what? There's still milkshakes and racism. So you can yes. go on and get your fill, but not here. Although, no, and you can buy bell bottoms anywhere. Yeah, you can buy bell bottoms anywhere. Also, I mean, that being said, I would still, if someone asked, "Hey, can you buy me a milkshake?" I would say yes. 
with scope. Nah, I won't buy someone a scope milkshake. That's kind of mean. But if I like, well, I'd get. Anyways, I think we've gotten way off topic here. So yeah, you're gonna ask me a question. Um, rating system. Rate that rating system. So okay, <sighs> Candace, if you were to rate this book, um on a scale on the positivity high low scale uh, the highest being a uh, a noodle dish i'm gonna mm-hmm. actually go specific on this one and this noodle dish is going to be oh good old macaroni and cheese oh shit. yeah 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 so macaroni and cheese is going to be the highest one on this because all noodle dishes are just so just delicious I kind of want some noodle dish right now. I need a little bit of some tasty, something like that. And then we have the lower end of that spectrum, a gas station banana. Well, I think you all have guessed it. And Jess probably has too. I am going to rate this a in the middle of summer shamrock shake. It might not be the best. It might not be even good. But somebody took the time to make it for you when... You know, a resourceful person who just decided, you know what? We've got all the ingredients here for that. Why say no? I'm going to do it. And that's what this book is. It's just a a shamrock shake. Could be made of scope. It could be made with just some good old spearmints. I didn't actually know that shamrock shakes were minty. I just thought they were green. I'm pretty sure they're minty. I don't know, buddy. It's your, you're the green holiday guy. Yeah. I just remember that that's, you know, it's a thing that happened. At some point and in the life of McDonald's. I remember hearing a story about an inmate for his last supper. He asked for all of these things at McDonald's that never were there at the same time. So he was like, hey, hey, hey. but I think that was probably a joke. And I probably read it on one of those coffee news things or something. Oh. Um, great content for the podcast. Candace. Definitely. Pat myself on the back Definitely. right now. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I do feel like even though it's been such a wonderful episode that it's almost time to say goodbye, but I really wanted to ask Jess, can we do one joke box just for old times? Yeah, we can. Let's, let's, are we just like one joke from the joke box of jokes? Yeah, I won't, I won't make us go through all three, but I've got to sing this song. I am a box full of little paper and I don't know much. I'm not funny and I don't even try. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's two Duracell batteries in here. <laughs> I was trying to charge it up, I guess. There we okay, go. Okay, guys. Add some extra... Happy birthday to us. Extra zip to the jokes. This one is the charged, electrically charged joke. First of yeah, its kind. Yeah, this is going to be the best. Come on. I, Come on, good joke. I'm hoping Please. for a joke, a witty, witty little joke about Thomas Edison or Benjamin Franklin. No, let's do Benjamin Franklin. We'll use the second take. Okay, go ahead. I ate... Oh, this is... Fuck. I feel like this is bad. No... I guess I knew they were bad. That's the whole point. I ate some ice cream with a DVD last night. Is that it? Yeah, I think what it's trying to be like is like it's trying to make it sound like they watched a DVD and ate ice cream. But I think the joke is something about like should have used a spoon. Or oh, something like that. they're like, I ate ice cream with a DVD. And it was the one I I'd had this idea to eat ice cream with one big, terrible cracker. And uh, I don't get it. I ate some ice cream with a DVD last night. I couldn't be bothered to wash up a spoon. Uh, I mean, I that there's a few things wrong with that. 
I mean, you know what I would do? If I was like, eh, I don't want a spoon. Burn the joke box? Is that what you would do? <laughs> I mean, oh, I don't, like, a DVD seems like a very, very, very poor choice. I would well, either. Well, I, for one, know you can't get your mouth around it. It'll cut you. Yeah. I would either um, use the back end of a, I would use a knife. Just, you know, get it in like that. The other end of a fork. Or I would just like, I mean, if it was like a, like a tub of Ben and Jerry's, I would just like chomp into it like, you know, a friggin' horse. Just get in there. Yeah. I'll fix it to my I face think of and a, just like, yum, yeah. yum, 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 yum. I could go for a Ben and Jerry's bag right now. <laughs> just hook me up, cover my eyes so I can't run. Yeah. Or that I won't run. I don't know. Don't, but anyways, don't guys, run cheers. away from the flavor. Cheers to you guys. Cheers to you, Jess. Thank you for a wonderful year of podcasting. I can't wait for our next year. Uh, welcome to season two, motherfuckers. Ow! Season two, Electric Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And What's the name of your computer again? Is it DJ? What is it? What? Snizzle? Uh, d- Snizzle the, Root? The, the, the person that my computer is signed up to is Disco Ball Snizzler. Disco Ball Snizzler coming at you. Yep, because I was... Like a beam, like a ray. I was a little drunk when I was trying to set up my computer originally, and it took me... Anyways, that's a, that's a story for another time. What we're going to do now is I'm going to just pump right in here. Um, the It's that little special treat. Thank you for listening this far in the episode. Hey, how you doing? This, uh, this afternoon, I'm going to be reviewing uh, a, 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 a book by Arthur C. Clarke. You may know him by his work uh, uh, as the author of 2001 A Space Odyssey. Um, we're, we're reviewing one of his other books, um, and that is uh, A Childhood's End. Um, again, Arthur C. Clarke, and uh, it is a story set in a dystopian future. Uh, in a city, uh, an orange-hued city with skyscrapers that reach up to the sky, scrape the sky, if you will, and uh, they, uh, they, are, they are visited by the trident, uh, shiny, pasty, nipple cover aliens uh, to their fair, fair city, their mere metropolis, uh, on on the bid, on, on the shores of the glassiest glass lake, um, which stretches on for miles upon miles because it's made out of glass. Um, it's uh, it is a story. It's a coming of age story of one child. Uh, as he gets into his, after his 12th birthday, no, his 13th birthday, and he slowly is becoming a man, and he, I mean, he's no longer a child, he's becoming a, he's doing his thing, he's getting older, visiting with these aliens, they are teaching him the ways of, you know, how to pay taxes, how to get along in this, in this crazy dystopian future that we all dream of from time to time. Um, and, uh, and, uh, he's having some difficulties adjusting as most children do, um, when they're faced with this sudden end of their innocence and, and another thing, which I don't know what that is. Uh, it's, it's a fantastic read. Um, judging by the cover, 
It looks like it's been read a couple times. There's some weathered marks. Hey, there's even some tape up in the top corner. You gotta keep it, uh, keep it together there, book. Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna get too much other information up the back and, and find out what the story's actually about, because that would be cheating. And we, we're not cheaters here. So go ahead and give it a read. I think it, it might have been written in the 70s. Yeah, they did some stuff then. Remember Acid? Yeah, that happened in the 70s too. Mm-hmm. And um, Arthur C. Clarke, he knows his stuff. He knows his representation of uh, of man and, and monkeys and stuff. Bet you there's some monkeys in this book. You know, Arthur, Art, they called him, Art Clark. They don't say that too often because he wanted to be professional when writing books. Um... <laughs> Okay, great. There we go. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's... First one ever. Where it all started. From that, this became a thing. It's true. Yep. Uh, anyways. Yeah, follow your dreams, yeah, guys. An- follow your dreams. Anyways, thank you so much. You have been listening to Candace and Jess judge a book by its cover. Uh, my name is Jess. I'm Candace. Um, again, uh, as always, you can... Um, Nope. Hold on. There we go. Almost oh. thought the audio died. Uh, you can find uh, the pictures or the covers of these books on the Instagram, uh, which is Candace and Jess, or the Twitter account, which is at Candace and Jess. Uh, we post them every post them all new every Thursday, and sometimes we post other stuff too. It's true. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, and uh, get at us on our Gmail www.candaceandjessatgmail.com yeah um, we will give you a little shout out and we love to hear from you always will even if you're just Nick and you send us a fake account from fucking a fake. fan yeah yeah a biggest we'll still fan take it. he might have been oscillating we don't know yeah we don't know that yeah. also thank you very much Sean for listening all right well magustulations yes oh my god I can't even do that I, my favorite podcast says Magustalations. It's an awesome thing to say, Jess. And we need to figure out something to say at the end that's like that, but isn't that because I don't mean to like... I want to be a zebra who like marches to my okay. own beat, but I what so badly want to season two. I don't know. That word doesn't mean anything to me. Or is a no, real word. No, you don't word. know what it is. So what I will say oh. this is how about this is you made your choice. <laughs> <laughs> This has been Candace and Jess, Judge a Book by its cover, and you've made your choice. You've made your choice. And I'm going to cue that outro music.